Welcome, Lesbos, Lesbros, and Leshoes. Hello, Lesbos. Welcome to another episode of Lesbo Convo. I am Diamond Shante. And I'm Aston. And we are your hosts this evening, every evening. Or whenever you're listening. <laughs> or whenever you're listening, morning, noon, and night. Let's get into the episode. All right. All right. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. I am so excited to be here again today. Me too. How are you? I'm great, great, great. Loving that we have made it to our second podcast of the new year. Me too. And so many people were loving the podcast that we put out last time and going back and revisiting our old podcast. They really were. Thank you all for listening and thank you all for being here with us. We got a cute little topic here today, a classic lesbian topic that we're going to be talking about today. I'm so excited. Very classic that everybody can relate to because we've all been there. Yep. Or, you know, maybe not. Maybe not. You know what? That is true. Maybe not because I do know some people that are still tucked away. Oh I mean, my gosh. So let's just get into it. What is our you want would you like to introduce the topic of this I will. evening? I will. So today we are talking about coming out and we're talking about all things coming out. So we may have touched on it in previous episodes, but we're gonna dive deep into everything about coming out. We're gonna tell our stories and then also just like dive deep into it and get a little bit more into it and talk about all of the nuances and everything that kind of comes with it. Yes, yes, yes. Do you want to get us started? I can. I mean, because I was the first to come out. Mm -hmm. You were. You were. I was definitely the first to come out. I think when I came out, you were a wee, a wee little one. I was a wee little lad. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see. Okay, last week we talked about how the new year made me feel like an old bitch. And I guess this topic probably in theory, will make me feel like an even older bitch because, yeah, I came out, um, shit, over 20 years ago. I was, yes, (laughs) over 20 years ago, I came out of the closet, um, and it was by no choice of mine necessarily. Um, I have a nosy-ass mom. I have a very nosy ass mother um, who happened to, okay, but let me just backstory. I had been, I started dealing with girls, I guess when I was 15. Um, And so I had a lot of friends who kind of noticed different things, whether I was like flirting with girls. I used to, before I started actually dating a female, I had this, and I don't know if, I can't remember if I talked about this specifically, but I was very flirty with a younger girl. I mean, I think she was like a freshman Mm -hmm. and she used to help carry my books to class and like Mm -hmm. all of this. So people kind of started noticing and whispering and all of that stuff. But I ended up dating this older girl that, I I mean, we were friends and I kind of, we started dating just off of me just kind of playing around like, hey, you want to be my girlfriend? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. So, I mean, we were, we were like, hanging out. We were dating. I would go over her house. She used to come over to my house, and I used to do her hair. But I would do everybody's hair. I had a, ton, a bunch of gay friends. Mm-hmm. So, And my mom has a lot of gay friends. So it was never a thing of, oh, my God, who's this gay girl? So anyway, my mom happened to see a letter in the trash can. A that, letter, like a handwritten letter. Like a handwritten <laughs> letter, okay? There was not any cell phones or anything like that. Oh, no my text. God. You know, this is way back when we used to send, you know, smoke signals back in the Dizzy. Um, <laughs> but, yes, a handwritten letter. And it was ripped up, like, completely tore to shreds, or what I thought was torn to shreds. But again, I have a nosy ass mom. So she put this letter together, pieced the letter together like a puzzle. Okay. She had to tape it together because I believe the letter was written front and back. So, and she knew all the details of the letter. So I'm assuming she pieced it together because she never 
I never saw the letter afterwards, but she was so pissed off. She, you know, she told me that she found this letter. Well, actually what she said was my younger siblings, my youngest siblings at, who were at the time, like one and two mm. or two and three, like mm. really, really young. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically said like, oh, they bought her this letter. Mind you, I know that shit was ripped yes. up because I know my mom. So I, I purposely ripped it up. Anyway, she's like, <laughs> she's like, um, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, trying to think in my head, like, damn, what I do? Like, I mean, and this was not anything that I thought she was going to bring up. Mind you, just a couple months prior, my mother had officially found out that I was had that I had had sex with a guy. Mm. So, you know, she literally we were beefing about that, or she was beefing about the whole situation. So this was like a big thing. So anyway. She was like, um, you know, I need to talk to you. Like, what is this thing, this girl writing you about her thinking that you're bisexual? And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, what What are you talking about? Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, she must have heard a conversation or something. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not even thinking the letter because there's no way you could have seen something that I ripped up and put in the trash can. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I'm like, what are you talking about? She was like, this letter wrote you talking about she thinks that she that you're bisexual and she doesn't know how she's going to deal with it. And I was like, oh, oh, that letter. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that letter. So I'm like, oh, ma, this is just a girl that, you know, has a crush on me. She likes me. Like, I don't even know why she used the word bisexual. Like, I mean, I don't even know. So just really play really, really, really dumb. Mm-hmm. And my mom is looking at me like I'm dumb because she's thinking like, oh, you think I'm dumb. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's like reading, like just asking me all these questions. I've always been a horrible liar. Um, so I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why she's, I don't know why she said that. I don't even know why she wrote the letter. She was like, but, you know, she's talking about y'all being together and y'all, you know, like being in a relationship, like what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I tried to deny it as long as I could. And that was an epic fail because mm-hmm. my mom is not dumb. So she's just not stupid, never been stupid. But she was like so shocked and surprised. And then she's like, I mean, and who the hell is this person? Like, I was like, so when I finally gave in, you know, I'm just like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, I like her. Like, I don't know. I mean, we were liking each other, but it's. I tried to just deny everything that could make it seem like I was really, really, like, dealing with a female. Mm-hmm. From then on out, my mother basically, I couldn't hang out with females no more. No, no girls could come over the house. I was, like, on punishment for being gay. Um, I had at the time, well, still at this time, but I had five young, well, four younger siblings that lived in my household. So it was like nonstop babysitting duty. Like, oh no, you can't go anywhere because you have to babysit. Then it was like, if I had friends that wanted to come over, like, uh uh-uh, because you call yourself being gay. Like if you was liking boys, I wouldn't let boys come over here and spend a night because anything can happen and oh no oh hell no like damn so you couldn't even have friends I I couldn't do anything I was almost just barred in the house now I had like my best friend that I grew up with um that she could always come over but it was wild because she then started allowing my male friends to like spend a night at the house because I really feel like she was like oh you about to get some dick you about to have oh my god Like, it was so disrespectful. (laughs) It was so disrespectful when you think about it. But, I mean, I had hella male friends. So, I was cool with that because, like, I'm not trying to sneak nobody over to, like, have sex with them. Like, I was doing that while she was at work. So, so, like, no, I would hate for you to bust in the room and see something like that. How could I ever recover? Mm -hmm. So, it was just, I mean, like, my mother and my father would... I was working at the mall at the time when I was going to work. They would come up there. My dad would come up at, 
my girlfriend was at my job because she was older. She was out of school. And I would have her hide in the dressing room. Like, but the fact that y'all were coming up to my job to make sure nobody was there, like they were completely insane. And I just, at least for a year and a, a school year in a summer, I did not have any contact outside of school with like my female counterparts at all. I mean, my mother threw away basketball shorts. She almost threw away tennis shoes. Like my dad's a coach. So I had hella basketball gear and I was um, athletic. So, I mean, this is just my comfort clothes. I'm not wearing them outside. Like Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I was a tomboy, but I wasn't that much of a tomboy. But, you know, anything though that my mother was like, I mean, she used to, she saw boxers or shorts, basketball shorts. She was like, oh, hell no. You think you about to start dressing like a boy now? You think you're going to start dressing like a boy now? Oh, hell no. I mean, literally went in my closet and my drawers, pulled anything out that was like relaxed fit comfortable sporty anything that a boy may think of putting on wife beaters anything Mm -hmm. trashed trash 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 and then I had a conversation with my dad because again he's a he's a coach and I really thought all my life I mean damn my dad I'm my parents both my parents oldest child so I really thought my dad wanted me to be his son and so I was like well shit I know you happy about this. He was not happy about it. He just, he tried his best to like have conversations with me. But by the end of the conversations, we would be arguing. And I just, I was on like punishment for being gay and coming out for like two years. Wow. Like two years straight. It was horrible. My friends had to beg my mom to let me out the house. And I mean, that's where I develop my very good sneaking skills because I made sure I had a job and then after a while I didn't have a job I ended up losing my job because I stopped going to work so I could sneak to see my girlfriend Mm -hmm. like yeah so I mean that's my coming out story it's really short and not so sweet but yeah those were my psycho parents in the 99 and the 2000s I mean it was more so Mm -hmm. like uh, 2001 but (laughs) It's really wild to hear coming out stories like like yours because for one, it's really, really, really common, but you don't hear about people acting like that now. Like, I mean, parents do still act like that now, but like, it's not the popular thing to do to act like that now when your kid comes out. Like, you'll get shamed if you act like that. I was about to say, I think out. I think more people are concerned with how they're going to be perceived because it's now it's like, Oh hell no, you're gay. I don't know that if this was me and my mom now that she would act any different, mm. you know? I mean, I think she just really had to within her own self wrap her head around everything. And I never took it as like, Oh my God, mom, you hate gay people because I knew that she didn't. She mm-hmm. hung out with like, really close friends with I mean what male female trans don't matter like she buddy buddy chummy chummy friends with him so I knew my mother didn't hate gay people she just hated that I was gay mm-hmm. um and I do remember my girlfriend at the time saying like I want to talk to your mom like it's just not fair like she just doesn't like me because I'm gay and like she really felt some type of way and I was thinking like girl you're going to get me killed if you go talk to my mom. You might get yourself killed. Like, I don't need you having no type of conversations with my mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's already bad enough that I am confined to these four walls. I feel like, especially in the Black community, for sure, and I think as the children of Black parents, we do this often. We don't want to say our parents are homophobic or whatever, but like, I feel like not wanting your kid to be gay, maybe you're not homophobic, but it's rooted in homophobia. Like, oh, I'll tolerate my gay hairstylist and my gay friends, but it can't be my child. Like, that is like, that is, that is, mm, that is rooted in something. My, my, my dad was, was similar. So I've been, you know. And my mom was more boisterous about her Uh disdain about it than my dad like Mm -hmm. I think he it was very important for him to feel like or at least make me feel like he was trying to understand my mother didn't Mm -hmm. give a fuck she's like nope not happening in my house she's like you do what 
you do what you want to do when you're on your own. Mm. It ain't happening up in here. No. And then she would say little stuff like, <laughs> she would say stuff like, ugh, like you licking vagina, you know, periods come out of there. Like, ugh. <laughs> oh, wow. It that was like. Intense. That's traumatizing. Listen. Listen, she's definitely giving the, I mean, you ugh, licking coochies, periods. I, I vividly remember her making that statement. And, like, we can talk about it and laugh about it. And she's very much apologized. Um, yeah, y'all have healed from that. She's apologized from, and we, um, thankfully, like, it wasn't, I mean, it was fucked up. And I had, like, it was the worst going through mm-hmm. it. But it my parents also raised me to be like super strong and to stand up for myself. You know what I mean? And don't let somebody treat you a certain way because of whoever you are. You know what I mean? Stand in your truth, you know, stand up for yourself, no matter who it is. So when I put that into play, you know, I, of course I'm young, so I can't just, I mean, I ran away from home a lot of times and did shit like that and rebelled because of those things. But I mean, shit, I need to come home. <laughs> so I wasn't leaving and going, but so far. Mm-hmm. But it, I definitely used to be like, I mean, how can you even, why are you so mad? Like, you got gay friends. They ain't my kid. They ain't my kid. I mean, it's not even up for discussion, you know. I mean, whatever. And my mother is very much like, she's very much a Scorpio, and if anybody was raised by a Scorpio mom, especially a Scorpio mom from D.C., like, I know you got thick ass skin because they are something special. OK, mm-hmm. something special that you just got to know. You got to take a special person to deal with that type of mom. Um, but, yeah, we've come we've come from that. Um, we've come from that. But it was definitely a. Uh, a journey and my mother still to this day though will very much I mean she it is what it is I'm very grown my mother has you know she loves my old partners like my mom has had relationships with them you know and she respects me and my decisions and my life as an adult but she will definitely say in a heartbeat like "Mm -hmm, girl I'm still looking for you a man I mean you should just try just Mm -hmm. try it Mm -hmm. and you know see if you like it you know, and if you don't like it, then, but you got to try it. I mean, I mean, you was doing a little something, something when you was young, but you got to try it now as an adult. And I'm like, Mom, I promise you, if the moment ever comes that I want to try it, I will. And I'm telling you, I would, <laughs> the different opportunities I've had in my life, and we just going to leave it at that, I would be paid in the shade, okay? <laughs> had I, at any point in time in my adulthood or young adulthood, like, wanted some dick. Promise you that. This will be a whole nother podcast on a whole nother platform. But yeah, so that's me and my um my coming out story, girl. But I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Once I, you know, got out of high school, I was bringing my girls around to family dinners. They was pissed off. But listen, I'm grown now. It's nothing you can do. You're not going to kick yeah. me out the house. So hear me. Here's me. And here's my gay lovers. <laughs> so, yeah. But go ahead, let's hear about your story. Oh my goodness. Who, who, who can relate though? Who can relate to my I'm, story? Who I need I'm to sure. know the people and yes, for sure. Like I need to hear we need to hear from y'all. Like who had I mean, we don't we don't want to glorify your traumatizing stories because you know, not everybody can come through and deal with certain things in the same way, you know, or still or be okay twenty plus years later after dealing with that. Mm-hmm. But we want to hear from you. Like, who had the fucking mamas and daddies who was like, uh-uh, we about to put a chastity belt on you? That is wild. And parents parents really be doing that and think it's going to do something. Like, like we, like kids not going to get around it. And I remember my mom <laughs> making this one. Way. I remember my mom making this one statement, and we laugh about it to this day. So remember I said just a couple months prior, she had found out that I had had, you know, I was having sex with a guy. Mind you, she had found out a couple months before, but that had happened and been over, you know, and that wasn't what I was doing at the Mm -hmm. time. But she just kept saying, like, I told you that I didn't want you having sex with boys. That doesn't mean that I wanted you to have sex with girls. Like, what the hell? (laughs) She 
she just wanted you wearing your chastity belt until I don't know I whenever I think in my brain I really thought that my mom was gonna come home with the chastity belt like my mom is is still a correctional officer don't fucking play Mm -hmm. like I would not have put it past Vic Shell to (laughs) come home I would have had to run away like she would have had to catch me like because that wasn't ever gonna happen but I would not have put it past her coming home with a damn chastity belt oh my goodness oh my goodness (laughs) oh yeah what was your experience I know you were a lot older than me or Um, a little older than me just just a little bit not much older than you um different stage of life though but around the same age um so for me the very 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 first person I ever like came out to or whatever I remember I was in church and it was during service. <laughs> oh my God. What? <laughs> I was I was in church and it was during service. I was very much a church girl. I was in church most three three to four times a week. So I'm in church and during service and I was talking to one of my friends. It was a dude who was a year older than me. We were good friends in the church. And I told him I thought he was gonna be so cool because we were friends and he was my age and you know, you just kind of think that your peers are going to be really cool with it, right? Mm-hmm. I told him, I was like, so I think I'm bisexual. And he, like, went off. He was <laughs> like, there's no way, like, uh-uh. Like, he just started, like, being like, there's no way that's wrong, all this or that or whatever. So that was some point during my senior year of high school. Okay. And it was like, okay, because I was very much a late bloomer when it comes to like attraction to people okay. in general. Like I wasn't, I wasn't the person in the eighth grade, like, oh, I'm very attracted to this person. I wasn't interested in none of that. It wasn't until late high school that I want, had any interest. So by the time I had interest, it was in titties. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait a minute. So... <laughs> So, yeah, I tell him and he had a horrible reaction. I was like, okay, maybe I'm not. Like, whatever. Uh, I just kind of ignored it because I wasn't ready to do nothing about it. But right. I just was trying to explore and test somebody to talk to about the way I was feeling. Anyway, fast forward to the summertime after college or like right not after college, after high school. Ooh, college. Ooh, Jesus. Imagine going through college and not being out. Hell no. So many people. So many, so many people. people. I don't know how y'all not doing gay shit in college but we'll get to we'll get to college summertime after high school or like right around high school graduation I had another friend of mine and being him we we had tried to date or whatever it didn't work obviously and we were like the best of friends I went to his house every single day and we're talking about girls in the way that I'm talking about them I'm talking about girls the way that me and you talk about girls and he was okay. like hold on hold on <laughs> he was like you know you're gay, right? He literally looked me dead in my face and said, you know you're gay, right? And I had never, other than that conversation in the church that day, I had never confronted it. So he looks me dead in my face and says, you know you're gay, right? And I was like, wait, no. And he was like, no, the way you talk about girls is not like straight girls talk about girls. He was like, you're gay. And I was like, you know what? I am gay and literally from that point forward I was like I like girls and it is what it is and that is who I am because I knew it I just needed someone to like confirm it and like make it you know I don't know I just not make it such a bad thing right 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 such a bad thing and like kind of confirm what I was feeling in my head because I was confused I thought all because girls are very flirty and stuff with their friends I thought oh all girls act like this I needed somebody to be like no you're different for it to really settle in with me so it did um and I just decided I didn't want to come out I made that decision I was like I think coming out is dumb it's traumatic it's a lot of work I just want to be gay and I was like the only people that I'm gonna have to tell is my parents I was like I know I'm gonna have to technically come out to my parents and maybe one day my grandmother maybe um and but I just decided everybody else can just see me being gay. I was like, it's the summertime before college. I'm about to go to college. I'm going to school eight hours away where nobody knows me and has ever heard of me. So I'll just show up and nobody will know any different. And I don't have to be the different girl. I don't have to be the one that's, oh, she gay now. I was like, I don't want to go through right, that. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. So I just showed up to college and was being gay. And honestly, people <laughs> from like high school or whatever, my sister found out through Twitter. 
actually, my tweets and stuff, my sister was like, oh, you gay. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am, by the way. And she was like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) So my sister found out through me just being regular on Twitter, talking about girls, talking about, you know, me talking about my girlfriend at the time. Okay, whoop-de-doop-de-doo. That's how all my peers or whatever find out. They found out through social media, grapevine, talking shit behind my back when I wasn't there, so I I didn't give a fuck. Let's fast forward to October. And I have a girlfriend at the time, my very first girlfriend. Um, and me and her, we are laying in the bed in college or whatever. I was 17. Let's put age to it. I went to college okay. at 17. So I was 17 years old and had my first girlfriend. And me and her are laying in the bed. And it's October. And I get a text from my mom that says, who is blank? And I was like, <laughs> For one, I felt my heart fall out my ass and my stomach and butterflies, but I have an attitude problem, especially back then. Like, if you know me now and you think I have an attitude problem, me at 17 was a whole nother bitch. Like, attitude on 20,000. And everything made me mad. Drop of a dime, I was angry. So I got pissed. I was like, the fuck are you texting me about this like this for? Like, who are you to be doing that? That's how I felt. I did as I felt in my head. I was like, how do you have the audacity? Um, Anyway, she sends me that text and I respond like a smart ass. I said, that's just that's my girlfriend. Insert girlfriend's name. And my mom was like, girlfriend, like girlfriend. And that's literally what she texted me back. And that's and I said, yeah, exactly what it's exactly what I said. Girl, <laughs> my parents went off and their reaction pissed me off so bad. And I'll get into like how I felt about it after I finished the story or whatever. Okay. But I get out of the bed and my parents are blowing my phone up. So we get on the phone and it's all tears on their end. Oh my God, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you feel like you could tell me? Oh my God. And it, the whole situation completely became about them. And I did not have the language for it at that time. Honestly, I didn't have the language to figure out why I was so upset about their mm-hmm. reaction until a few years ago, actually. So I just, you know, I just went into the child mode and just oh I don't know I'm so sorry and I'm apologizing to them for being which is insane right that is insanity that I'm apologizing to my parents because I was outed key plot point of the story that was Facebook before fate before family members were on Facebook before Facebook was a more public thing this was Mm -hmm. Facebook back when it was all college it was Mm -hmm. college Facebook and when it was all your peers on there and it was more of a secret. This wasn't when social media was this public, you know, persona sort of thing. So someone had went on, someone who was my friend on Facebook got around in this, and it got around and outed me to my mom, essentially, and like showed my wow. mom the picture of me and my girlfriend. So that's how I got outed. I did not get the chance to come out. And I just ended up being the very apologetic child, feeling like I had done something wrong for not telling my parents. whoop de doop de doo But, like, ultimately, the way I feel about all of that, and that's how my coming out went. Um, it, it, They ended up coming around and being fine with it. Um, it honestly took them, like, 10 years to, well, my mom, they never really apologized, but... It took my mom at least 10 years to realize that you handled that completely fucked up. And it was because I had finally learned that had the words to tell them why the way they handled it was fucked up. Um, But they very quickly came around, like very quickly. Like it wasn't, it really was not an issue past like three days. Like, (laughs) oh, wow. It really, like their issue in their head was why didn't I tell them? Me now, I know that it was deeper than that for them. But I do think it also was a mix of why didn't I tell them? I think they did a lot of blaming themselves, but they didn't have the tools to self-reflect on why I didn't tell them. And they didn't, 
they didn't take the time to look in the mirror as to why I didn't tell them or to consider my position as to why me as a confused 17 year old maybe didn't want to, you know, tell my parents a life changing thing until I had myself figured out. Mm-hmm. So all of that to say, the way I end up feeling about it, and I was so mad, and I'm so happy I was able to express this to my parents in the past few years or so, but it just really had pissed me off, and the whole situation had made me mad. Like, 17-year-old angry Aston is coming out right now, because it pissed me off the way they reacted. I was like, for one, why is this about you? Why are you making this about you right now? Like, you're not the star of the show. I'm the gay one. I'm the star of the show. This is about me. And I'm a confused, I was still very much confused. Like at the time, I knew that I liked my girlfriend. I knew that I liked girls, but I did not know. And I was in the middle of an identity crisis. Right. And I couldn't talk to them about it because my whole life, what did I hear my dad say? Throwing out the F word every chance he gets. Talking mad stuff about gay people. I remember one time I told my dad, I was like 13. I told my dad I want to be a thespian, right? You know, singer, yes. actor, mm-hmm. dancer. Because I was into theater. I told my dad, I want to be a thespian when I grow up. Guess the first thing that came out of his mouth. A lesbian. guess what he heard. He said, ain't no child of mine going to be no fucking lesbian. That stuck with me. Oh, I was yeah. 13. To him, it was a casual little thing to say. You know, he never thought about the ramifications of that. And my parents never thought about the ramifications of me hearing them using gay slurs all the time and saying shit like that. Of course, I wouldn't feel comfortable telling y'all I'm gay, especially if I got myself figured out. So anyway, I finally put the word to that thanks to therapy and shadow work and honestly just growing up. And I was able to tell my parents, finally, the way y'all reacted when I came out was really messed up. You made it about yourselves. And these are all the reasons you made it about the reason why I didn't tell you. Here are all the reasons why I didn't tell you. Mm -hmm. Why would I have ever felt comfortable telling you this? Of course, I kept it a secret, especially before I even knew if I had myself figured out. And what my what happened? My mama cried and oh, poor girl, I never thought about it like that. Of course, you fucking didn't. <laughs> but it, I wasn't I wasn't angry at them during that conversation. It was it was I'm being dramatic now. That was actually a good conversation. But at the time, I was pit, at the time of me getting outed, and I really did want the thing that really made me mad about getting outed is I really wanted to come out to my parents. A lot of people don't want to come out. You know, it's not something that they prep for and prepare for. Me, I really wanted to. Like, I wanted to be the one to tell my parents. And the fact that somebody, like, took that away from me and I will never get that back, that burned me up. That burned me up for a long time. And then I still get mad about it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, but, right, but rightfully so. Now, I don't know if I ever... I don't know. I can't remember ever like really thinking about, okay, I want to tell them because I don't even know how, I mean, it, everybody just kind of found out because they found out they just, you know, I was just living my life and Mm -hmm. you see what you see and you'll figure it the fuck out. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I never felt the need that I needed to, you know, tell anybody, but I guess I'm, when I think about it, it's like, damn, why didn't I feel the need to tell people? Because in all actuality, I felt the need to downplay the situation because I used to tell my friends that I grew up with, um, that we went to different school, like everybody's hearing different things. Mm -hmm. But I was like, yeah, I got a boyfriend. His name is Nate. So it was like very reminiscent to... That's funny. I had a boyfriend named Nate in high school. Very reminiscent to (laughs) my girlfriend at the time's name, you know? Mm. So, I mean, it was just the first thing that came to mind. Like my very best friend, I never ever like had a specific talk with her. Like, okay, I like girls. I did have this conversation with one of my friends, my friend Stacy, we used to sneak around and just do shit. And then one day I was like, I really like this girl. Like, I don't even know what that means. Like, I mean, I like her, you know? And this is the girl we, this was the girl that used to carry my books to class and stuff. So we never ended up dating, but that was the first time people like saw me, you know, being very like real close, you Mm -hmm. know, to a female, but I never, I, I don't ever remember having that conversation with anyone for that matter, like explaining to them that I was gay and this is what I'm, this is the decision that I'm making. It was just like, you know, I showed up 
And this is what it is. Like even with family functions, once I graduated from high school, because when I was in my mom's house and I, I was out of my mom's house, like probably two weeks before I graduated, it was like fucking deuces. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, but while I was in my mom's house, it was, it was, it was what it was. Ain't no gay shit going on up in here. Like Mm -hmm. even as an adult, like as a young adult, my mom just wasn't really feeling the, um, like you're not about to, you can bring whoever you want over, but like, even if I know this is your girlfriend, I don't, you, you're not about to be cuddling and, you know, all clothes being all gay and shit mm-hmm. up in my house. So that was just her demeanor. So I did not do that. I felt like, okay, let me respect your home and how you feel because it's your goddamn home. So I'll just do all this extra gay shit you know, outside, but then I would do stuff, you know, testing the waters, like when I, family functions, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and I would bring my girlfriends at the time. And it was like, I had a different girlfriend every year. So they were seeing (laughs) a different chick at these holidays. Um, But the thing was, I knew that the conversation had happened throughout the family. Mm -hmm. So I don't need to sit down with y'all motherfuckers and tell and have this come to Jesus moment or you know, whatever, mm-hmm. come the lesbian moment with y'all. Like, I, I never felt the need in that. And I never felt the need to, like, really explain myself. So I don't know if I would have, I don't, I don't recall ever, like, feeling the need to come out, you know? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't surprising that my mom found out the way she did because my mom's hella fucking nosy. Like, mm-hmm. I remember being in high school and what, what was it? Black Planet was the social Ooh, yes. media platform at the time and I was dealing with this older girl oh, cool kids had that and I was like putting stuff about her on my fucking page like one day I found printouts of my black planet page in my mom's oh. room next oh to her desk yeah. <laughs> she was not playing oh, she wasn't playing she don't never <laughs> play when it comes to like I get my inspector gadget skills from my mom like I will find out anything because that's the product I was raised from mm-hmm. <laughs> but like yeah like printouts of everything she was not um oh I remember one time she was so mad because I put up something I was like it ain't cheating if it's eating <laughs> she was like what? <laughs> what the fuck is this supposed to mean like you know and of course I wasn't trying to have this conversation because even though it's like oh shit you should accept your daughter's lifestyle I don't want to be talking to my mom about having sex and I'm still a teenager under her fucking roof mm-hmm. like definitely don't want to have the conversation about getting my box ate like <laughs> but that shit was just so wild and even again to my friends I really never came out to any of my friends it was just like a whisper around like Prince George's County mm-hmm. oh my god did y'all hear Diamond was gay did y'all hear Diamond was gay <laughs> yep that's exactly how I wanted it to go for and me. And when too. people would, I had a couple people who asked, and I would be like, "Yeah, with your mom," and I would like leave it like I would be cool, like I was never embarrassed or anything. It was just nothing mm-hmm. that I just wanted to talk about. And but I was actually the first person in my school to like come out and be like, "It is what it is." Okay, so I was not. There were a couple of gay girls in high school where I went. Um, I'll never get this one girl on my cheerleading team. She came out. Um, well, she got outed as bi. Uh, and it was a terrible reaction from the team, from her mom. I remember all the parents was talking about it. They, really? they all had shit to say about her being on the team and how she was going to interact with us. And that just made me even further going to my yeah I'm not doing this in high school bag because I knew I liked girls especially by senior year in high school I knew I liked girls but I just said I'm not dealing with this I'm not dealing with all this bullshit I just do it when I get to college and I just won't date nobody until then but yeah it was this whole thing oh and girl side side note let's 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 um take a quick detour it's gonna be about one minute Come to find out, oh, girl was outed. I find out deep into my adulthood that the whole time the bitch thought I outed her. Oh, wow. Why the fuck would I out someone? And it went around the grapevine or whatever that I outed her. And she apparently held a grudge with me deep into adulthood that I outed her. I was like, bitch, didn't Did y'all ever have that ever able to have the conversation that that was not you? No, we did not. And let me tell you, I... 
I unfollowed her from every when I found <laughs> out that she thought I outed her and had a vendetta against me about it I literally just unfollowed her on every social media every now she still follows me she's a fan every now and then she like reacts to whatever to one of my stories because my content is a one yes and it is I absolutely refuse to engage with her because I'm still I'm because I was outed you know I'm like big mad about that I'm like why would I out you bro well you but you know in first of all when you're that young and then you're outed you want somebody to be mad with you want somebody to blame Mm -hmm. like and they blamed me a gay bitch I mean at the time didn't nobody know I was gay but I was one of the OGs in the gay game like I came out at 17 like that's young to be coming out so like I was one of the OGs in the gay game from everybody that I went to high school with like you know you could count on on 10 fingers or less by like a year after I went to high school like who was out as gay now everybody and their mama gay but I'm like I'm one of the OGs why would I have done this to you like come on now anyway that was a detour but yeah getting out it is honestly just so shitty like don't don't out people y'all let let people let people do what they need to do for one it can be dangerous some parents have really terrible reactions and Mm -hmm. that's how kids end up homeless especially transgender kids end up homeless in the you know but i i will say this I, i definitely think outing people is trash trash i think it is absolute trash But I also feel like when you are living, you know, in your gay lifestyle on whatever spectrum it is, you need to make sure that you are dealing with someone and being honest with them, you know, because you it it becomes like such a messy situation. And I'm it more so makes me think about like gay men, Mm. you know, because I have had a couple of really close friends, um, gay guys who you know, had girlfriends and then their girlfriends end up finding out you're gay and, you know, they blast that shit because now they feel disrespected. They feel like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, that's the easiest way for your yeah. ass to get outed. So you definitely need to move with, like, honesty, honesty. and just listen, because that shit ain't cool Ooh, either. That, that DL con- the DL conversation is honestly so deep. I I truly sometimes I truly do feel for black gay men, especially oh, yes. before black gay men like ten years ago and before that. I honestly see why people were DL for one people. Oh yeah, get out sure. here getting killed and shit for being gay. Like that's mad crazy. But now we're talking now in twenty twenty two, like. You know, you don't got to be out, but whoever you're fucking needs to know your situation. Like, whoever you're dating, dealing with. Right, if you want to have a beard, if you want to have a beard, you can have a girl that knows that you're gay and will play your girlfriend. But be be honest, it's, you know. Yeah, it's dangerous, it's not Mm -hmm. okay, like, and then you're going to end up getting the shittiest end of the stick. Yeah. No pun intended. Yep, I do feel like, I do feel like when it comes to coming out, it is, it depends on your family, obviously, but I just think mm-hmm. societally, it's easier for girls to. Oh, yeah, it really is. I mean, but you know, we have a very, very, like, we have a section of our family that's really churchy, you know? Ooh, yes, we do. A, we, a section. We, I mean, most. yeah, most, but a <laughs> but lot of them have now, church at our family reunion. <laughs> now, though, that I've become an adult adult, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of the hush hush secrets. It's like certain people can't pull the church shit on me, you know. But oh, it's a yeah. it's a group of them that I know for a fact. Look at look at me and have looked at me like mm, that's mm-hmm. the one. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. one. We and we that's why I used to bring my girlfriends around, like mm-hmm. at the family fun. You know, that's when everybody's there. So like, look, y'all gonna talk. I'm gonna get y'all something to talk about, and we gonna eat good. Yep, we have a um, we have a family member. I won't. I won't yes, say, I don't mm-hmm. even know if you know him. Older dude, right? Okay. And he has a friend. We know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's his roommate and his friend. And I have literally heard older people in our family say, "Now that's the way you're supposed to do it." Oh. Mm-hmm. That's how. Yeah, that's how they view it. You know, they view it as. 
you know, if you're going to do that, you need to do it like that and keep it hush hush because that family member of ours and his friend, they have been partners for about four or five decades now. Like these are older people in our family. Like I'll tell you who they are, but yes, because I have questions, but I mean, I'm I don't not surprised. You, I'm at, not at sure the, if you know them actually. I'm not I'm sure not if you surprised know at the, you know, at the expectations though, that, Oh, that's how you're supposed to do mm-hmm. it. Because and, I mean, in the audacity though, because the I'm audacity. supposed to do it like this for the sake of nobody knowing that your family member is gay, because that's what it has everything to do with. It don't have shit to do with, oh, I should do it like this for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, it's so sad. And I honestly, I hope and I pray, this is my prayer out to the universe. I hope and I pray that they secretly got legally married. They are getting older. Mm-hmm. And need those legal protections. Oh, so yeah. That's, a, that's another thing, lesbos. When you're coming out, or whatever especially if you're from a family our family is a mixed bag and Mm -hmm. I feel like as the generations have gone on it's more accepting but our older family members are really not with the shit like they would much rather you not be married don't listen to them people get your ass legally married so you have because you will end up having your old ass upset as bitter as still stuck in the closet because they gay for real for real ass Mm-hmm. trying to take once you dead and gone trying to take control of how your shit gets done and the person that you have lived your life with yep. will be left in the cold and that is so heartless and so fucked up and I know older people who have gone through that it's mm-hmm. like it really is so it really is terrible so yeah I mm. Our family is 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 truly lovely and accepting, but we do got some older ones. The older generation, they kind of they kind of gone now. I ain't even gonna hold you. A lot of them are gone. That kind of have those those really old school kind of terrible mm-hmm. thoughts. A lot of them are gone now, or like on their way, you know, to the ancestral realm, and we'll do some elevation and some he- some ancestral healing with them, and you know, whatever. But <laughs> but the thing about it too, I believe is people put their fears off on us. You know what yes. I mean? It's, I know that we have more gay family members than are just out there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that we do. I mean, my father has, you know, mentioned like, I mean, yeah, some people, they don't talk about it, but yeah. Um, but because you had to live in the closet your whole life, I mean, and you didn't have to, but again, I understand like, so mm-hmm. the way our older family members think and talk I mean even my mom like how she was thinking at the time I can Mm -hmm. only imagine what her older you know the older adults when they were younger or you know finding themselves or whatever how they looked at things because it was just like oh hell no so it's just unfortunate because it's Mm -hmm. like how people are like a never-ending cycle you Mm -hmm. know but again I'm so thankful that I was able to get that shit on out out there when I was 15 you know what I mean? So by the time Damn. I was by the time I was out of high school, again, my mom has always felt the way she feel, felt. She feels the way she feels. Like my mother would my I, listen, my mother would have the best day of her life if I came home with a guy. Now I don't know at this point if she would believe me. I think she'd think I was just fucking with her. I but think my mother would have a heart attack. My mom would be like scared for my oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, my mom would probably say some shit like are you going through something like mm-hmm. <laughs> but she would love that shit okay my mother is still on a hunt for a diamond a man and she has again she loved my ex my ex before then like she has had really good relationships with them like I've shared you know lifetimes with these women you mm-hmm. know so yeah but the stories are wild as fuck actually if you guys want to go back into some earlier earlier episodes of Lesbo Convo me and my mom actually have an episode on here and we we go through in detail like my coming out story how she felt about it then versus how she feels about it now um she was very apologetic on there as well and I mean we had these conversations privately too but it's Mm -hmm. very it's it's comical to me to listen to it because it's just like wow you definitely were a psycho my nigga (laughs) We we are not having Aspen Mama on this podcast ah! ever, ever. But y'all go ahead and listen to Ghani's, um episode with with her mom because y'all will not be getting that out of me ever. <laughs> so hilarious. But I mean, I'm listen. I mean, my dad has 
like walked in on me as a little girl, like humping people, like humping little girls. So I don't even know why his ass was surprised. Like and he kept it a secret from my mom. I remember he was like, what, what, would you, what do you think your mom would say right now? <laughs> like, I don't know. You going to tell her? Of course not. And like, <laughs> okay. And it was on his watch too. Like what mm-hmm. you do, what she does seen you do. To make her want to be doing this, but I definitely listen. I was a serial humper, okay. A serial humper that needs to be the name of the episode. <laughs> I was, and we'll we can get into that. That's a whole nother episode in itself, but I definitely was a serial humper. Like, I have tons of straight friends, like super straight friends now. And when we see each other, I just kind of laugh because I was like, Yeah, you know, you know what we used to do back in the day. <laughs> oh my gosh I had a neighbor girl that we used to play house uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe the episode be should be called playhouse <laughs> we used to be doing gay shit and one time we uh we played up uh we played out players club together a players club mm-hmm. you know, I, my parents didn't have no censor for me in my household I could listen to anything I could watch oh, anything, me too. any type of adult content not explicitly sexual but like rated R movies absolutely okay so yeah we played uh, we played stripper like we took turns stripping for each other like absolutely (laughs) and I still didn't realize I was gay until way older because that was like kid shit my like attract my like actual like sexual attraction to people didn't come till later but that really was a sign that was a sign Playing that, stripper with another girl is a sign. That is hilarious. I was so ashamed that I was so flat chested. I would have never played stripper with anybody. Like I didn't <laughs> want to get naked for myself. <laughs> I don't even know if we got naked naked. We probably just got down to our undershirts. I don't remember. <laughs> no, when I was humping, I definitely had like the sock in my drawers. It was a real house. Like Oh, you was playing, playing, and you I, was the man. I was almost every time. So that's again that's a whole nother episode but in terms of coming out like listen I I mean let me not say I feel sorry but I do feel bad for the people who are full adults like I have a girlfriend who is dominant um and I wouldn't say she's like super dominant um in her demeanor but (laughs) in her dress you know in her role she plays but when she goes to her parents' house, like she dresses as femme as she can no. possibly stand. When she goes into the office, she wears her female suits, her strong female suits. But it's like nothing that she would wear in her normal life because she feels like, you know, the people at her job are going to, you know, look at her crazy. And I'd be like, girl, like that's wild. But this is like embedded in them. I have a really good girlfriend. Like she is almost like my sister. Her, like, her parents fucking know. They have to fucking know. But she don't talk about the shit. She don't. And I mean, she she don't talk to her parents about it. It's just like, don't bring it up. And I'm just like, I mean, fuck that. Like, I'm bringing the shit up. I'm going to bring it up just to piss you off. Because ultimately, I'm going to be pissed off. So I really, like, let's talk about that, too. Like, we want to hear y'all coming out stories, but... Definitely want to talk about the people who are still having a hard time um, coming out. And let's talk about why. And, you know, maybe y'all can get some advice and some support from, you know, people like myself and Aston and others who may have like a really emotionally like either traumatic or draining or just like fucked up story. Because most of us do, to be honest. Most of us do. And I mean... And it's no excuse for people to just be like that towards their gay children. But at some point in time, I think we all like have a level of ignorance that we have to come come through. And for my parents, they definitely had a big level of ignorance. Just like, again, like you said, for your parents, it was about them. Like, Mm -hmm. I want grandkids. I went, and of course, at the time when I came out, it wasn't like no whole bunch of people, like you was adopting, but people weren't just like IVF and artificial mm-hmm. insemination for like gay people. It was like women that straight up couldn't have babies. You, That wasn't the norm. Mm-hmm. So my mother, more so than my father, was definitely on the, you know, I want grandkids. Like, what is that? Like, you don't want kids. I'm just like, nigga, we, we talking about kids right now? Like, and you was 15. 
Yeah, I mean, but 15, 16, 17, like, I am not, listen, I'm trying to get out of this house with all these kids you got. That ain't what I'm trying to do. And look mm-hmm. at me now. You know, definitely want a bunch of kids. <laughs> Same. House full of them. But yeah, those are our coming out stories, guys. Those uh, are our coming out stories. We definitely want to hear from yours. Make sure you tell us about it all on our social medias. Yes, yes. And I mean, we're about to wrap this up, but I think maybe we should go into like three, um, three terms, topics, or dictionary. Oh, yes. Last week we ended on my personal favorite, Dyke, and I could lead us into into the next one. Yes. Well, the Dyke Dyke went out of turn in terms of uh, the orders. Oh, oh, oh. Look at me. I got ahead of myself, y'all. Because remember, you know, we <laughs> wanted to make sure we discussed dyke because it was a term that we used, you know, often, mm-hmm. often especially and loosely. Me. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just wanted to cover that before we really got into all the dykey dyke conversations. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know where we left off. You want to you wanna take it away or you want me to take it away? Uh, I can take it away. Go so, well, the last... Uh, the one that we will pick up at is the bottom. The bottom. The bottom. So it's basically a lesbian who is submissive in bed. Do you want to add to this definition? No, that's really it. Just the bottom. But something to note, bottom doesn't literally mean on the bottom, y'all. Like, I think right. a lot of the baby gays think that top means you literally have to be on top. No. Mm-hmm. Or like bottom. Look at me jumping ahead of myself again. Bottom means you literally have to be on the bottom. No, it's just an energy. And it's about being sometimes, I think sometimes also bottom means just being like on the receiving end. On the receiving end. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Yep. The less aggressive, the less aggressive, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Who's bottoming out here and not in the bottom? Who's bottoming out here? I love bottoming. (laughs) I love bottoming too. I'm a switch, but I do prefer to be the more submissive energy, you know? So even when I'm giving, I still like to be the bottom. So yes. I'm a bottom, but I'm not a pillow princess. We don't pillow princess over here. We don't pillow princess, but I'm still a bottom. So even when I'm eating your Gucci, you're still topping me. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing what you're telling me to do to you. Like that's the energy that I very much like. Yes, but ma'am. I do need to be in my dominant energy every once in a while. But the thing is, you can have two dominant females. It's going to be somebody that's typically mm-hmm. more dominant than the other. So the mm-hmm. least, the less dominant would be the bottom. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, let's get into the next next one. one? So the next one kind of is an overview. It's different terms that we've used kind of before, but it's butch slash stud slash diesel dyke. So y'all notice there's a lot more names for masculine women typically than there are for feminine women. But let's get into this overarching term. So this is known for their short hair, muscled physique, assertiveness in other traditionally masculine traits so also referred to as another one i love bull daggers that's that shit school term that shit makes me laugh so hard because it makes me think of my mom because she definitely was like then what you like in them bull daggers i was like what is that listen so that's like your 80s and 90s studs y'all these are them hard studs that like <laughs> them hard studs that like don't want you to have any at all like they are like masculine up and mm-hmm. down 100 percent. honestly a lot of bull daggers are closeted trans men that's a whole nother that, story this is true because bull daggers are typically from a different time mm-hmm. when they didn't know what transness was so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I got in this one, this next term kind of flows into the mm-hmm. previous ones that we were talking about. And like Aston said, there's so many different type of variations for dyke, dom, stud, mass. So we have the bull dyke. That's is, still common today, I think. Huh? I think this the one is dyke? a little more common today. Yeah. 
it still reminds me of old ass mindsets like what so it's the most masculine of the butch lesbians so like you might be I think the bull dyke is the ones that are walking around with their straps on like you know talk about that why y'all be having them dicks in your pants like that I hate it. And they not wearing Packers. It's a different thing to wear a Packer that like sits flaccid, like what trans men wear. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a different thing. No, these dykes are walking around with their plastic hard, big plastic strap <laughs> on in their jeans. That doesn't make any sense. If you want a dick in your pants, go get a Packer. Go to your local sex shop, talk to somebody, and get a Packer. Don't walk around I know with y'all a strap on in your pants. It's, un- it's got to be uncomfortable. Got to be. And it ain't nothing sexy about it. It's not. Like, I think that shit is super whack. And that is the first way to never get me to talk to you again. Like, I will never talk to you again. I only want your dick in your pants if you're coming over to drop them immediately. I mean, you're walking through the door and it's dropping down. That's now that's acceptable. Listen, that's a whole different story, too. Now, that's a, you know, you set the mood. You set the mood with that. But don't is... go to the club with your strap on in your pants. Don't get on your flight with oh your dick in your pants. God, they're getting on flights with the strap on in the pants. The Listen. Hard strap on that doesn't lay flat. It just sits there. It's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. Get a packer, please. And if you are experiencing gender dysphoria or anything like that, um, reach out. I'm happy to share some resources with you. But y'all, please stop putting them strap ons in your pants. It's really not the move, okay? Hard mm, ass dicks. Anyway, I went off. <laughs> I feel so passionate about it. <laughs> that's the that's the fucking tweet. Stop walking around with your strap on in your face. <laughs> Please stop. It's not the move. I cannot take it. And can we can we just we want to hear from the films who like that shit? Because for us, it's a hard exist? no. It is I don't a know if hard they exist, fucking no. I don't think there's a single feminist world that actually likes that. <laughs> I hate it. I don't <laughs> think I don't think there's a femme that actually likes that. I don't know. I please, if you actually like that, and not let's be clear, not a packer. I'm talking about a hard plastic strap on. Those are two different things and they look and feel two different ways. If you like a strap someone who just wears a strap on everywhere, please. <laughs> Please tell me. And if we tripping right now, let us know. But I don't think that we are. <laughs> I'm so fucking weak. Look at who's just walking around hard as shit like that. Like, first of all. First of all, it's inappropriate. It's <laughs> very inappropriate. Would not recommend for anybody who's trying to get with me. But people really do it though. People they really, they, they really do. <laughs> Like, they really do. I have very much experienced this multiple times in a gay club. Like, it's a thing. And it really needs to stop being a thing. I would be so upset. I would be so... Um, oh, my gosh. Imagine somebody, right? And you dating them for a little bit. And y'all go out together for the first time. And they got their dick in their pants. How embarrassed would you be? I would be like, this date has to end immediately. I would leave the date. I would leave, too. I would be so embarrassed. I'd be like, we're at dinner. There are children alive. Like, check, please, because I'm just saying, even if I was with a straight man, like, if you're walking around hard as shit, like, dick just poking through your pants, like, what is going on? Yeah, it's not okay. It's not okay (laughs) at all. Hmm. At all. Oh, my goodness. Did we want to get into, so we finished out the Bs, y'all. Did we want to get into the Cs, or did we want to leave that for next? Hmm. I mean, what do you think? We can, I say let's. I say let's. I say let's leave them wanting more. We got a lot of weeks to get through. We if, have y'all a, had, if y'all have any definitions, send them our way. We would love to hear hear what y'all be calling yourselves and other people. So we're gonna start with the C's next week. We're gonna start with the C's next week. If you have any C's, because we're going in alphabetical order, but don't worry, we can always spin the block too. So we definitely can. We can revisit. It is not set in stone that we have to go in alphabetical order. But this is a collectionary, so we're trying to make sure that we stay on track and don't miss anything. But if there's a, just like we had to talk about granola last week, we, we had to cover dykes last mm-hmm. week. 
So we can do that because guess what? This is our shit. We can do what we want to do. We can do whatever we want to do. But I say let's go ahead and and, and end it. End it on a end it on a note of stop wearing your dick in your pants. Stop there wearing we your dick in your pants. Words to live by from Aston and Don. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, on that note, we will talk to you guys. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Just I know me. you got something to announce. Just, just before we leave, I want everyone to know that I am doing a very huge giveaway um, over at www.okdiamond.com. That's O K A Y D I A M O N D. Go to our Instagram page, which is at OK Diamond underscore. Um, and we're giving away $100 worth of OK Diamond products. So you have your all natural skincare product, your natural stones, your semi precious stones and jewelry. Um, we have our novelty glasses, our beautiful stemware that allows you to talk shit without the words coming out of your mouth. Um, <laughs> and much, 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 much more. So, yes, uh, how you answer, basically go over to the Instagram. All you got to do is follow the rules. It's up. It'll be up. Um, the giveaway la- is lasting until uh, January the 31st. So you have time. And we want to just say thank you because we had an amazing closeout of last year. And what better way to say thank you to my customers and supporters than to give y'all some shit. We all like free shit. Free for the free, free, free. Okay? Yes, we do. And I don't give away free shit often. So, yeah. Nope. This might be one of your only chances to win free up to $100. Of, of, up to $100. And we'll be doing magical some... merch. That's exactly. I mean, and we're going to be doing some things, you know. We like to make sure that people are happy. But this is our first giveaway of the year. Mm-hmm. Go check it out again. You can find all the rules and details on our Instagram page at okdiamond underscore O-K-A-Y-D-I-A-M-O-N-D. Okay. And until okay. then, you know, we will talk to you lesbos. We will talk to you lesbos soon.